Hello and welcome to Backcast 66, the podcast where we watch every single episode of the Batman television series, you know, the one from 1966. Uh, my name's Kendall and I'm eating a bowl of ice cream. I'm Scott and I'm petting a dog. And today we're here to talk about Batman episode four, The Penguins A Jinx. Yep. Uh, the second half of the episode of the two-parter uh last episode was fine feathered finks uh which we didn't we failed to point out last episode is uh penguin does say that to his goons a couple times that's what he calls them which is exciting yeah how'd that episode end bruce wayne or you know batman in the guise of bruce wayne tried to bug the penguins umbrella factory so he can learn what his scheme is but was foiled and captured and put on a conveyor belt into a furnace and that's where we left off. And that's where we're going to pick up. Uh, well, before we do that, yeah. I want to interject with something you said. What's that? So in most interpretations of Batman, I would agree with the way you worded it as far as Batman in the guise of Bruce Wayne. I don't think that's true in this in this version. I think he's very happy to just be Bruce Wayne until he gets the call on the bat phone. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, this, this Batman's very reactive, not less proactive. Like he's not out patrolling and uh, like looking for crime. Do you know what I mean? He only kind of waits for the bat phone to ring. Yeah. You know, just your wording of that just got my the gears turning in my brain. Yeah. But anyway, where do we open in this episode? The bat cave? No, I think it's doesn't it start with the penguin watching him on his own cctv yeah i think it keeps cutting back and forth between the two between him and robin uh well i pointed i wrote down uh that the penguin has better cctvs than the state because his are in color rather than black and white i think that kind of holds up i mean obviously we established last episode he must be super duper wealthy to have all of these gadgets and factories and stuff (laughs) Yeah, or he just takes out a lot of a lot. Of oh yeah, you're alone. Yeah, so you got like, good TVs and stuff too. So anyway, Batman comes too because of the heat from his uh, being knocked out, and uh, oh no, how do I get out of this? Uh, but yeah, we do cut back to Robin being like, Batman should have got back by now. We haven't heard anything from the bug. And Alfred kind of suggests that solar flares are interfering yeah. with the radio waves. I think that's a very '60s comic booky gobbledygook kind of thing and also like very similar to a lot of the wild conclusions batman and robin themselves come to i guess they learned it from alfred but we know alfred's wrong and more often than not batman and robin are right that's true that's true the way bruce gets out of this one is wild it makes me so upset because the whole time i'm like just roll off just roll off the conveyor belt no one ever rolls off the conveyor belt yeah he pulls out a lighter and his goons are like, what's he going to do? Smoke a cigarette? But Penguin's upset because he's like, that's the same kind I use. And it's full of like a lifetime supply of butane or something. A lifetime supply yeah. of butane in a, in in a one little lighter. Yeah. lighter. But yeah, <laughs> he throws it into the furnace so like it explodes and that lets him roll off the conveyor belt. Yeah, I guess his the shoes are like smoking, like he's like on fire almost. That's the kind of danger you face as an ace crime fighter. Yeah, so he gets away, and then Penguin, the goons are like, "Well, we should get him." And Penguin's like, "Well, still thinking he's like a rival umbrella manufacturer." It's like, "Well, we scared him off. Let him go." 
Yeah, and I got bigger fish to fry. Like you know, so, last episode you were like, "Oh, it's weird that they don't recognize Bruce Wayne." Yeah, and they kind of touch on it here. Like Penguin's like, you know, this guy just looks so familiar. I don't know why. But I assume that that's more of a reference to like him being Batman rather than Bruce Wayne. Oh, you could be right about yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but but it's especially weird because like later Penguin mentions like Wayne Manor. It's like he's aware of who these people are. Well, there are plenty of rich people who I know by name and not by face. True, true, true. But like if Mark Zuckerberg rolled up to where you worked, you would know who he is. Well, he's like an alien dude. Yeah, he does look like Data. So Robin is freaking out. And he's like, I'm going to give him two minutes and then I'm going out and looking for him. I think he was going to call the police and then do that. Ralford's like, that's a good idea. But then Bruce comes down the pole as Batman. And he looks all like messed up, like his Batman outfit does. But like he does mention to Alfred, like my clothes are upstairs and they got all smokeified from that. But I, I, this is something I noticed in, in this part is when he comes down the pole, I didn't realize that those things at the bottom were pads, which makes sense because you're sliding down a thing. Because I know they can go up and that's how they go back to being Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. So I always assumed they were just like lifting platforms. I didn't realize they were like soft. You know what I mean? Probably more for the sake of uh, the actors like, than... Oh, of course, you know, yes. Any sort of like... Because they did slide down the pole like to and then like run into the scene. So uh, Robin mentioned the time because for whatever reason, the mysterious, totally normal umbrella or what's it called? The bat They, they kind of call it the bat umbrella. Like they, the Batman rabbit call it that and so does the penguin. Ridiculous. Anyway, at six o'clock, it has a a bug of its yeah. own, which yeah. you know, Bruce Wayne got in trouble last episode for trying to plant a bug on the penguin. For whatever reason, this bug wasn't just constantly going. I guess that's how they got it, how the bug that's- passed all the tests they were doing on I it. Yes, yeah. It seemed kind of arbitrary. And like that penguin could have missed out on a bunch of stuff for his plan. Yeah, for real. But hey, he he gets what he wants here. So this is where his no plan plan kind of makes some level of sense because he kind of starts explaining it to his goons now. Yeah, so Batman and Robin are trying to figure out what this guy's up to. And so, yeah, so Penguin's listening to it and they're trying to figure out what kind of thing that the umbrella's pointing to. So like the first thing is like, it's a bunch of colors, so it must be like a bunch of jewels. And then they're like, oh yeah, there's this like exhibit at the museum, like Here's what he could be looking for. And here's the security and all the stuff and how he could get past that. So about that exhibit, this two-parter is based off of a 1965 Batman story. The exhibit that they mention contains a, a jeweled meteorite. And in the comic book version, that is what Penguin ends up going after. Okay. But in this, you know, they write it out because... There's way too much security, and yeah, even without Batman and Robin being there, there's no way the Penguin. And and from a practical standpoint, I think what they go with uh, is cheaper to film. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that's the reason why. Yeah, I mean, they they did make like a big mammoth (laughs) the last episode, but that's got to be easier to do than like a whole like uh, this whole thing. Well, we'll get into what they end up doing. Oh, what was her first name? I don't know his last, her last name is Robbins. There's like a movie actress. Well, so 
Robin's looking at this umbrella and he's like, you know, this umbrella is so beautiful, like a beautiful dawn. Oh and, yeah, Dawn Robbins, yeah. And Batman's like, oh God, that's it. Dawn Robbins, the movie actress. She works for a guy named Mr. Eagle and she's at like the Pelican Hotel. Like it's all perfect. Yeah. The movie they're, fi- they're filming is The Mockingbird. Yeah. And so like, you know, I'm sure fucking penguins just blowing a load in his lair. <laughs> yeah, he got really excited hearing all this stuff. He's like, oh, it's all perfect. It's coming together. And Batman's like, it's it's like the perfect scheme. He could like zip line from across the street here and do this and that. And he, you know, penguins writing this stuff down. And I'm like, so your plan still doesn't make any sense because Batman and Robin know exactly how you're going to be doing this then. But the joke was on me. Uh, Penguin did account for that stuff. Yeah, don't he, underestimate the Penguin. No, I learned not to. So um, oh, I forget what, what Batman says. Oh, he'll probably get a grappling hook from his criminal storeroom. Yeah. And then it cuts to them and they go to a closet labeled criminal storeroom. I know. It's so a great. Gap. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. It's this show... It makes me so happy. Yeah. So yeah. So then we cut to the like hotel room with Dawn Robbins, and she's like modeling for Fun Boy magazine instead of obviously Playboy, but she's obviously in full clothes because it's a TV show. And my only thought at the time when watching this is that this is another excuse for like a 1960s babe to be in it, which Mm -hmm. is a common thing with shows at the time. Like Star Trek's pretty. Star Trek's worse than Batman in that regard. Yeah. What's your impression on Dawn? Yeah, she's really a nothing character. Well, when you first meet her, she's just like, oh, God, it's yeah. so hard being rich and, and famous. And, yeah. and it's like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's like being in a prison. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I, uh, at that point, I personally didn't care what happened to Don Robbins, but yeah. I guess Batman still does. Yeah, so they do the, you know, they climb up with the bat rope. And like I'm watching it on Blu-ray, so I've noticed like a lot more of the effects work and the wire work. And I could definitely see all of the stuff holding their capes up. Uh, yeah. I don't know because you're watching on DVD. I'm watching on Blu-ray. I don't know how obvious that was to you. No, yeah, the the capes are very obvious. Um, yeah. um, say penguins, like all of his little birds that talk and stuff. You can see like the rubber bands and the the beaks and the strings pulling them down. Like the rubber bands snap it back. Like it's fine it adds to a lot of the charm like i can like on the blu-ray you can see where like the makeup for burgess meredith's like nose like begins and ends um but at the time you wouldn't have noticed any of this stuff because you'd be on like old 60s blurry like small tvs i will say one of my favorite bits in the show is every time batman and robin enter a room they do like this like dramatic like little jump and they do that like towards camera and this i'm like oh it's so awesome yeah there's like a a promotional photo of Batman jumping from this show and mm-hmm. he kind of does the same movement in this scene. Yeah, it's fun. I, I like it a lot. I guess it's not as noticeable on the Riddler's costume. Mm-hmm. It's so silly that the penguin puts on like a domino mask here. I know. <laughs> Sorry, dude. There's you're the only one that looks like that. Well, that's part of what makes it great. Like I, I love that too. Like I know. We talk about the movie every once in a while, but like there's a scene where like the Joker, the Penguin, Catwoman, and Riddler are all wearing domino masks and flying around on giant umbrellas. 
It's like they're so not conspicuous to begin with. Yeah, it's it's so. Ridiculous. I want someone to be like, "Who is that masked man?" You know. <laughs> so Batman and Robin are like Miss Robins. We have to protect you. And I thought it was kind of odd that she had no idea who they were. Like they made it clear she didn't live in Gotham City. Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, you, oh, you're not from Gotham City. You don't know our masked crime fighters, Batman and Robin." So I feel like that can be read two ways. Yeah. My first thought is like nobody pays attention to Gotham City for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Batman and Robin would be like world famous. And a lot of times they are. And like, no, no. So that doesn't make any sense. Everyone would always pay attention to Gotham City because there's like a super villain attack every week. There would be lots of news. And like, there would be news that like, oh, we have a deputized like super crime fighter, like man of mystery. You would you think know? so. But on the flip side to that, maybe like super crime isn't, you know, specifically coming out of Gotham and like every, me and you both know that this show eventually like crosses over with like Green Hornet or whatever. Like, yeah. Is it just implying that every major city has like. I guess. Cause like, if you take the Batman 66 comics from like the 2010s as canon, like Superman and Wonder Woman and like all of those characters like also exist. Yeah. Like the man from Uncle, like the 60s Avengers, the Steve and Mrs. Peel Avengers, and Archie, all of these things exist. It's it's amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> You'd think uh, all the celebrities would be chomping at the bit to hang out with Batman. Yeah, and I gotta imagine they might like try to make a Batman like inspired like movie, like for example, like uh, this, we're getting off the rails a little bit, but like this is a piece of world building I really like from the newest season of Harley Quinn, is that they're making like a biopic about Thomas Wayne's death, and like Clayface since he's an actor is like plays Thomas Wayne in it, he plays mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton as Thomas Wayne because he shapeshifts. Uh, Amazing. They're like, yeah, that would happen. And like Batman it brings up all this trauma for Batman. Like it brings the Harley Quinn show plays with the Batman universe in a fun way. Uh very different from this one, but but you know what I mean? Like I, I would imagine like some sleazy Hollywood guy would probably like they were always sleazy Hollywood guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, they were more unchecked than ever 60 years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure it's just a throwaway line. I know that it is. Mostly to just set up the bit at the end. We're reading into it too much. Yeah, I was just like, huh, I wonder what that like says about this like world they live in. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. So Batman and Robin are there to protect Don Robbins, but the Penguin is also ready with a scheme of his own. They fire a grappling hook from across the across the street, you know, a neighboring high rise, and they zip line over. Like a penguin. Yeah, like a penguin would. And yeah, he just like walks right into the apartment, which it's gotta be. I mean, I know they were expecting it, but like yeah. if you don't know anything about these people and they're just like yeah. coming into your apartment through the window. The penguin would freak me out. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, what's up with you, buddy? Because <laughs> he doesn't really walk. He, like, waddles around, like, yeah. all of a sudden this guy's just there. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's got a domino mask. I don't even know who he is. 
smoking a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> waddling around. Yeah, he's like quacking. Was he quacking in this? Yeah, he was going wow, wow, wow. Okay. Not all the time, but like, you know. Yeah, like I mean, like I just quack, remember in the movie, mean? he's like quacking so hard. And yeah, I think that we were subdued here. I think everyone got a little flanderized over a while. But uh, Batman and Robin spring out and they're like, we knew you were coming here. We figured out your yeah. plan. And they're wearing like respirators so like you can't because he's using his like knockout gas. And like, I like that they're labeled like oxygen and stuff. Yeah, this is where I was like, all right, so what is Penguin's plan? Because it's like, he knows Batman and Robin are there waiting for him. That's all he needed to know because he has a, a super magnet that attracts the metallic objects in their utility belts and makes them stick to the wall. But nothing else that was magnetic in the room, including his umbrella. Yeah, very specific. Yeah. Batman and Robin are helpless and... Instead of, I don't know, killing them or something, he just... Yeah. Well, because I think the plan would be that Batman would keep coming up with, like, trying to figure out what the Penguin's next plan is and keep giving him plans. So him killing him wouldn't make all, you know, that much sense right then and there. I think that's uh, what Penguin's plan, like, plan is. His first plan falls apart, though. Yeah. Because well, he kept them alive. But, I mean, you know, it's not well, that well, kind of show. <laughs> well, his plan falls apart because... He said something something too specific in the scene, which I don't remember what it was, but like it's referenced later that he said something that Batman said specifically. Yes, yes. Uh, but no, he gets away with Don Robbins. He kidnaps him and is successfully like ransoming her. Um, and the exchange is supposed to happen in Wayne Manor as a neutral place. Do you recall how much money he was getting for her? I don't remember. It was like, was it like $200,000? Yeah, some amount that just seems so insignificant in 2022. <laughs> well, to put inflation in perspective, Batman's considered a billionaire now. He's just a millionaire in this show. How about that? Yeah, can you imagine? If we Which, could just uh, yeah. drop back for a second, we get two holies from Robin. I do. Have, we, we missed pointing them out as they happen, but I did make note of them. Yeah. Uh, so in this scene, it's Holy Lodestone. And holy flypaper when they get stuck to the wall. So yeah, yeah, they want the ex the ransom exchange to go down in Wayne Manor, I guess, so they don't have to pay for another set. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah. it's funny because like they're they're at police headquarters and Batman and Robin are there, and like the police are talking like getting the ransom thing, and because uh, they have the money together there, and they're like, oh, do you think Bruce Wayne will go for it? And Batman's like, uh, maybe. I gotta go. Well, it's so funny when they yeah. bring up Wayne Manor, like Robin, like obviously looks at Batman and like nudges him with his elbow as if yeah. Batman wouldn't know that's where, that's he, where lives. he lives. Yeah, But yeah, you know, Commissioner Gordon already called ahead and I guess didn't recognize Alfred as the same man he talks to when he calls Batman. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, he, uh, you know, he says that Bruce and Dick are out fishing. Which is always their excuse. We cut to uh, we cut to Wayne Manor. Oh no! I guess before that, Batman comes up with the scheme, and he mentions it in there. Uh, he mentions it then that I remember seeing from like publicity photos or something that there's two antique uh, sets of armor. Robin and I will hide in that and then surprise the penguin and catch him. Because yeah, because I think because yeah, the bat is there because a penguin hears it. Yeah, yeah, they brought the Batbrella along. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, it's there. 
Batman and Robin are in the statues and a penguin shows up. He knocks out Alfred with his knockout gas. He drops off him and Don like kind of leaned against each other on like a bench in the foyer. Knocks out Batman and Robin like he checks to see that they're in there after knocking them out. And he uh, takes the money and like leaves. And now we get the best scene. Yeah. So Aunt Harriet comes walking down the stairs. I guess they didn't tell her that there, this was going to be a thing going on. Yeah, which is like... It's so like, leave the house while there's a super criminal in it. Yeah, and like, I get I get it. Like, the running bit with her seems to be like, oh, she can't know anything. She's so clueless about all of the shenanigans that they get. And if she ever found out, she would just... It's like the Aunt May thing. Like, oh, she, her heart would explode <laughs> and she'd be dead. So she comes down and she sees Don Robbins and Alfred passed out next to each other. She's like, oh, yeah. Alfred. What are you doing? I, I don't understand the point of Aunt Harriet, like what she brings to things. Like Dick's Aunt Harriet, like just lives there. So he's like not an orphan. Like, I don't get it. Like it makes it all the weirder that Batman kind of like, I know he's called his ward and not like his adopted son, but like it's strange. Huh. I she definitely like gunks up the works like that, but yeah, I thought this was funny. I'm glad she was there. Okay, I, <laughs> I hope they use her for more funny bits in the future. Oh, you know what I just realized because like in my notes you're like I wrote penguins don't live in Alaska because Joker's or not Joker. Oh my god, the penguin says he's gonna like take the loot and go to his hideout in Alaska. Which isn't where penguins live, but it's cold because penguin. So yeah, to bring on your point, like, yeah, he should have killed Batman and Robin because he wasn't going to use them for more schemes. Should have just killed them. Yeah. Understand it. Well, this is where that comes back and bites him now. Yeah, it comes back and bites him in the penguin. In the tail feathers. Yeah, dang, that's it. That's the joke. I mean, I could have said cloaca, but that's a million times more disgusting. Yeah, I don't know what that is, and I'm good. So... (laughs) The penguin, yeah, they're back at the hideout. They're like, all right, we're going to divide up the loot, go our separate ways, see all around. But Batman and Robin pop out. They've been there the whole time. Yeah. How did they do it? Well, yeah, yeah, it says that, you know, Penguin, they were on to him because he said something that too specific to what Batman said while he was that. And then they put mannequins dressed as Batman and Robin inside the, the suits of armor. Yeah. Good thing they figured he would use the knockout gas and not just a gun or something. Or just put a bomb in the building. Yeah. Another reason maybe they should have alerted Aunt Harriet, but whatever. We get a pretty cool fight scene. like a, And by cool, I mean super silly. Yeah. Well, I I like that this one, it's, it's a smaller set than the Riddler one. So like it feels more like contained and like not as like wild and chaotic, which has its own sets of charms. But yeah, do you want your uh, onomatopoeia sound effect breakdown? Well, before that, I wanna yeah. I wanna describe how the fight starts. Batman and Robin both grab umbrellas. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're using them like swords to duel the penguin. Yeah, it's awesome. But the penguin is just too good with an umbrella. Well, you know, he's he studied the sword, he studied the umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. The ancient ways of the umbrella blade. Well, you were going to bat school. I studied the parasol. Yeah. (laughs) And and like they're dueling 
and he's like forces their umbrellas to like open and then they like float away yeah oh good it's so good yeah and then after that it becomes just just traditional a brawl. brawl i'll go into the ending of the fight after your onomatopoeia so this one doesn't have nearly as much as was in the riddler one um again because i think there's like less dudes and it's a little bit more focused uh we get a pal an oof with three o's a crunch with a k a bam a zlunk and a clunk with a C. So I, I'll keep a running tally, but I know we've reused some of these from last time. I'm just real into the classic BAM. I don't know that why that's my favorite. I just got one so far. A lot of their sound effects are so weird. Like, what the hell is Zlunk? Sounds like you've just never been into a fight. Guess not, but I like I understand like pal bam oof, like you know what I mean. Did you notice how the fight ended though? How the fight end? This kind of this is another reason why I was like, maybe this two-parter. This and something that happens later is like, maybe this is meant to be the first story. The fight ends with Batman and Robin shaking hands. Oh yeah, like in the opening, yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's, that's, I just thought that was really, really cool. I did like that. Batman and Robin won the fight. Robin barely participated, mostly just sitting on the sidelines cheering. Yeah, and it was Batman versus Penguin and a bunch of goons. It was a lot of fun. Penguins put on ice. And uh, yeah, they throw a party to celebrate at Wayne Manor. Is it to celebrate that specifically or is it just because they throw parties? I think it's just because they throw parties. Yeah. He's a full It's stopping Robin from eating too much because you'll have nightmares. He just had so much shrimp salad. Harriet once again calls Alfred out. Yeah. Or is him nuzzling up with movie stars. Yeah. Speaking of Dawn, well, no, before we get Dawn, the commissioner is just talking about the origin of the Batman costume. Yeah, which is pretty interesting because it's set up with like, someone's asking Bruce Wayne about the story because it was involved, Wayne Manor was involved. He's like, well, we weren't here, we were fishing, you know, you should talk to Commissioner Gordon over there if you want the details and a cut to him. And he's kind of telling people about like the idea of Batman, essentially, and why is that, why he's Batman. Yeah, and like, I know it's just another one of those like random lines, you know. But like, it's, it's, it's kind of inspired by like the superstitious and cowardly lot thing from the comics, I guess. But it's like, you know, that's the thing that would like scare the criminal psyche so much. But like this version of Batman's not like, his costume is not scary. You know what I mean? Like he's not going for the, like the fear intimidation route. He says that the criminal mind is afraid of nothing more than the shadow of a giant bat. Yeah. Which I just thought was... Maybe I don't have a criminal mind, but, like, I don't get that. Yeah, me neither. Also, it was a different time, you know? Also, I mean, being a Batman is pretty cool, so, in general. So, like, I get that. I hear that. So, in walks Dawn, and... uh, She's like listless and not responding to anybody. Yeah, her manager introduces her to Bruce Wayne. She mm-hmm. doesn't care. She just walks over to the fireplace and stares at the wall. She's like in the, she's like looking in the middle distance. And the manager says, "Batman has stolen her heart. She yeah. only met him once, but she's in love with him." Like women do when they meet a man. Yeah, that's how the episode ends. I'm like, yeah, it's so sad. So overall, what did you think of the penguin or introduction to the penguin here? I thought it was pretty goofy. In a good way, though, right? It, it, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, I, I loved it. It does a lot of things better than the previous episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if I like, I like the set pieces a lot better in the previous episode. Really? Okay. I mean, it was fun trying to solve the riddles and stuff. Yes. But I, I, not outside of that, like, I don't know. Like, I know they're the same length, but like the Penguin ones seem to be paced a lot better. Like, it didn't feel like it was dragging or anything. Yeah, like, very it, it felt a lot snappier than the Riddler one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these episodes both felt like they flew by. Yeah. And like, I mean, again, a bird, bird thing, you know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I really liked it. This more than the, the two part Riddler stuff kind of was like, made me like, not that I didn't dislike, I thought I disliked those, but this made me more like jazzed to see more episodes for this. Do you know what I mean? I hear that. Um, so what would you rate the Riddler or not? The, oh my God. What would you rate the penguin in this? Yeah. I, I'm trying to think about that. I uh, liked his plan. Um, I think I'd go with a three because he did stump Batman for a while and if he if he just kept his mouth a little bit more shut or you know i don't think batman would have caught him yeah because i think he brought the bat specifically for that meeting so he could set up the penguin like that yeah definitely like, like like no matter where it was he'd be like well we're, we'll hide in this disguise here and then that'll trick the penguin into thinking he took care of them and then move on yeah i mean so you're thinking a three for the penguin? I could go for that. I'm thinking three. Right. I'm not just saying that because I, I like the penguin. I'm not trying to. I think more objectively, because comparing it to the Riddler, I think this was a better plan. It better stumped Batman. Because like these riddles never slow him down. Yeah, they just like were tearing through those riddles. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of like, and that's part of the, the point of some of those is like, well, I need them to know where I am. Or like where certain things are going to be. But yeah, I'm I'm giving them a three because we're right. on a scale of one to three. I'm sure we'll eventually get some some ones. But yeah, so to update uh, everybody between uh, the fine feathered fink and the penguins of jinx, uh, we got holy haberdashery when Robin saw penguin in his costume in jail. Holy popcorn when they talked about the movie. Holy lodestone. I don't remember what that was, but it was during the scene where like they were talking to Don Robbins. Holy Lodestone was when the magnet was activated. Was it when the magnet was activated? When they were trying to resist, but it was dragging them towards the wall. Okay. Because he says holy flypaper when they're stuck to the wall. Yeah, it's like they're back to back. Yeah, quick Yeah, okay. So we got those. We got six. I don't know how I don't think any of them were new. Um, We gave Penguin a three. So right now he's ahead of the Riddler, but that's just because they haven't shown up more often yet. Their yeah. numbers will get a little bit more confusing, but at the end of the season, we'll like recap all of this stuff and uh, have some pointless data for you guys. And we'll continue our quest to figure out who's the 66 Batman's greatest nemesis. Yeah, I- I'm curious. Looks um, like the Penguin's going to take it. If we Well, so far we're only two stories in, even though we're four episodes deep. And like, hey, Joker's up next, and the the next episode's called The Joker's Wild, so. Yeah, we'll see how he does. I'm excited for the next episode. Yeah, I'm really excited for this series. Like, I'm pumped. I know a couple of people have started uh, uh, listening to us. Uh, Obviously, rate, subscribe, share, tell people about things, give us comments and stuff. Um, I should mention we have an email address now. 
Uh, it's batcast66 at gmail.com. Uh, so you have questions, comments, or concerns for upcoming episodes, things we missed, uh, maybe we'll address them at, at some housekeeping uh, at the top of episodes. Uh, we'll do some Q&As. I know our friend Joe is watching the show along with our podcast. So I know he's excited for uh, the next one that's about to hit to go live. And then he's watching the episode with that. Um, so when we go, maybe when we get to like an episode he's excited for, we'll bring him on. Um, we'll probably have some more guests and stuff as we go, but I'm stoked to go through this uh, with you and and talk about this. I would say underappreciated piece of Batman history uh, with you every week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm real excited for next time. So I guess uh, next time we'll see you. Same Batpod time, same Batpod channel, right? Yeah, or whatever the heck we say at the end. I don't yeah, know. we'll get more consistent with it. Or we won't. Who cares? Or we won't. And- <laughs> Uh, let us know if we should be more consistent with it. Yeah, let us know what you want. I feel like this pot, this episode, you know, is eating a bowl of ice cream. That that's bad podcast etiquette, but I really wanted it. So, but you know what? It also works out with the penguin. Like ice cream and penguins cold. You know. Ah, yeah. Penguins fucking love ice cream. This is what happens in Pengu, right? I've never seen it. Sure, I don't even know what it is. Oh yeah. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. See you around.